Welcome to Heartspeak Podcast, episode 257, Facing Disillusion, Dissolving to Evolve. Welcome to the Heartspeak Podcast, where valuable insights are shared that bypass the mind and resonate with the heart. Listen, open your heart, become inspired, find the joy and fulfillment that awaits when you follow your heart. And now, here's your host... Dr. Christine Page. Well, hello there, wherever you're in the world. It's good to be back with you. And we're facing a tricky subject today. Disillusion, the opposite of living in an illusion. And the reason I want to talk about this today is because this week we have a powerful, super full moon in Pisces. Pisces being known for its unlimitedness, its creativity, its empathic nature but also because of its addictive nature, its illusionary nature, and sometimes its craziness. And so we're being faced at this time with this full moon being very close to Saturn, which is really showing us where there's a distortion of truth. We're asking ourselves, where am I living in a reality that is not in alignment to my own truth? or doesn't make sense to me, or feels a little crazy-making? Am I talking to some of you out there? Because, you see, I was one of those kids who always asked why. Maybe you were as well. It wasn't because I wanted more information. (laughs) I am an information gatherer. But if someone could explain it to me through the steps, then it made sense to me. Can you tell me how you reached that conclusion? And even though... I may not follow necessarily the conclusion that they reach. I can understand where they're coming from, if that makes sense. But just to be told something and told to just follow me, believe it, repeat it because I've said it, never went very well down with me because my parents always gave me the knowledge that I should always see everybody as equal to me, nobody better or worse, but also I should listen to others and really understand where they're coming from. Again, not to judge their opinion, but to be able to see their path and to see if it aligns in any way with mine. And that's how I've lived my life. I do enjoy researching, but research that tells me, how did you get to where you are? Tell me those steps. What was that critical thinking that came to this conclusion? Then I can decide whether or not this is some journey I wish to take. And I remember just shortly after 9-11 here in the United States, I'd just really come over from the UK and started to talk with people. And it was really just before we decided to go and enter into Iraq and obviously subsequently kill Saddam Hussein. And I would say to people, why are we going into Iraq? Because we know that 9-11 was not anything to do with Saddam or Iraq. And... I was asking not out of a judgment, but just like, can you explain this to me? I'm a newcomer to your country. And even in the most intelligent people, I would hear, well, he's an evil, evil man. We have to do this. Okay, based on that knowledge, that may be true for how he's worked within his own country, but how's that affecting us because of 9-11? And they'd again look at me like, Oh, he's just a bad man. We have to do this. And to me, that 
repeating pattern has been seen in these last few years where don't ask questions, follow the science, follow the authorities, follow what I tell you what to do. And that doesn't actually create a sense of solidity in my belief systems or anybody's. It actually causes confusion. So when we're told to think one way without any explanation, it actually causes us to feel more crazy, more chaotic. Isn't that true? So when you come up against a dogma that does not budge and you're told just to accept it, it actually causes us to go into free fall. And that's what we saw at the beginning of 2020, excuse me, 2020, yes, 2021, we saw this mass psychosis, as it was described, where because there was so much fear, so much chaos, so much fear of what could come around the corner, what could affect me, that when you give a solution, like just do these things and you'll be safe, everybody grabs onto those solutions to go, oh, now we know what's going to cause the safety. And as it was described, those who are most evangelical about those different systems that were put into place around the offense of the virus, those evangelical people who will face anybody and tell them to do a certain thing, they're the ones who are most scared, most afraid. So when you get someone who is screaming in your face about something, that isn't showing their determination, it's showing their fear. And there's a lot of that going on at this time. So when someone has to even shout you down, make out that you're crazy, it really is showing just how crazy their minds are because they cannot perform critical thinking. They cannot tell you the steps that they've taken to come to this conclusion. Make sense? And why am I talking about this? Because in December of 2019, which is when we know COVID virus was already present in the system, Saturn and Pluto began to come together in Capricorn. And it was in the middle of January 2020, which we would all say was a major event, we started to hear about different people becoming sick. And it was then that the lockdown started, the rules were given, the the controls were put in place. So Saturn, which is about the authoritarian being, Pluto, which is about transformation, but also secretive transformation. I'm not going to tell you why we're doing this. We're, you just need to do this. So when Pluto and Saturn come together, it's, it says in Capricorn, these are the rules. Don't ask questions. Just do it. And you might say, well, where is this virus? And you say, well, it's everywhere, but I'm not going to tell you where it is. And of course, what we found is that most of those measures that were taken were either ineffectual or actually damaging to the health of, of everybody, mental and physical health. And what's happening now with Saturn in Pisces, it's coming very close once again to Pluto in Capricorn. Pluto's at the end of Capricorn, Saturn's at the beginning of Pisces, but now they're 30 degrees apart at least. So it's almost like the controls are trying to be put back on again, as you may have noticed, the mandates, etc. But things have changed since then. Because what happened was that shortly after that January meeting between Saturn and Pluto, Saturn went into Aquarius, 
for a short time in the March of 2020, then went back into Capricorn again. And then in December of 2020, it went back into Aquarius and stayed there until the early part of this year. So in other words, Saturn went from being the authority of everything that is, and I'm going to really lock you down, to actually Saturn in Aquarius, I'm going to become my own authority. And I'm going to start to be responsible because Saturn is also about responsibility. I'm going to actually be responsible for my thoughts and I'm going to respond to my thoughts. And Aquarian being very much a synthesizer of information, I'm going to gather information from lots of different places and develop my own opinions from there. Yes? And most of us did that during, especially 2021, 22. We started to say, you know, Maybe I don't need to follow the rules just because someone's telling me to. I need to be more clear about following my own truth, my own awareness. And I think that disillusionment with leaders, with gurus, with you know, anybody who said, I know the way, <laughs> began at that time. Because if they couldn't go deeper than just telling us, do this, then clearly they were not of the mindset that really understood what they were saying. They were just puppeting what they'd been told to say. And at many levels, and this again is something my, my parents taught me, is they're just human. They're just more human beings doing human being things. And I don't care what their hat they may put on or what their suit might be, but they're just another human being. And for me, the qualities of a human being that really relate to me are, do they have compassion? Do they have honesty? Are they transparent? Are they able to say I made a mistake? Uh, et cetera, et cetera. I'm sure you could add to that list. I need them to be human, not leaders, not gurus. I need them to have the same qualities that I value in myself or try to uh, allude to to be able to say, ah, this is not an illusion, this is someone who's real. And so what's happening now, as, as I say, Saturn coming still retrograde, we've got so many planets now retrograde, coming back to the beginning of Pisces, we're seeing a distortion of the truth, uh, cheap tricks being played, mind tricks being played, this sort of mass psychosis, getting people fearful again, but it's not working and it won't work. But it may also be affecting you and your family. People who you may have looked up to, parents, spouses, doctors, priests, whoever, you may be becoming disillusioned by them. Not because what they're saying is new, in fact, they probably are just repeating what they've been saying for a long time. You, you're wiser. You're more in tune with yourself during the past two years. You're less willing to be vulnerable. You're less willing, actually, to just go along with someone in the hope that they'll like you or they'll give you approval. See, the Piscean way was the one fish at the front or the other fish following. And those fish at the back weren't just following because they said, oh, isn't this wonderful? They were paying the fish at the front because they wanted at one day to be as powerful as the fish at the front. They wanted to be the fish at the front. And that I learned years ago is, why do people give their power away? They give their power away in the hope that one day they'll be as powerful as the person they're giving the power to. 
they want that. They, they don't really care about the fish in the front. They want what they have. But the Aquarian way is very different. It's a circle. Everybody part of the circle. Everybody with something they have to offer to that circle. Nobody more powerful than anybody else. So we're still in this old paradigm of where's the leader, where's the person I need to follow, really in the hope that we'll just be as powerful. So I don't want us to go away with the idea that Pisces creates victims. It creates powerful victims who are basically willing to do anything to get to the top. And that might be to lie, to cheat, to smooth over the truth. And we're seeing that across the world where those who are corrupt are being supported by those who want to be as powerful as those who are corrupt. There are far too many abuses taking place. And yet, even when those are brought to light, there are those who support the individual who is the abuser, not in the hope that they can help that person, they want to be as powerful as that person. And that's the illusion. Even the powerful person at the front thinks they're powerful and one day they will lose their life because those behind them are saying, no, no, we really just supported you so we could have your power. Everybody is dispensable. And so what we're seeing is the disillusion of power. It's a strange way of saying it, but it's actually saying these people are not powerful. And the more of us that don't give our power to this, either in fear or in power, if I may say, if you get fearful about something, you're giving power to that person, the more of us can say, you know, I'm not interested in your mind games. I'm not interested in how you want me to be in order so that you can see me as a good person or a bad person. I know who I am. I'm strong. This is how I live my life. I'd rather be outside the, the group than inside and not be true to myself. And that's the Aquarian way that's coming, Pluto going into Aquarius, Saturn having been in Aquarius. You know, there's that word alone. People say, I don't want to be alone. I remember that wonderful all oneness that the Native Americans talk about. When we're alone, we are actually one with everything. You can never be alone, but you can actually feel separate when you're in a group that are not in truth to your own energies. It's better to go and do what you need to do in truth to yourself than belong to something that is in disharmony or in disillusioning you. So this is a time to maybe face, you know, who am I, who are my friends with? Who am I, what groups am I involved with? Where's the truth not there? I remember years ago being at a, talk where there were probably three or four hundred people and this was a new age spiritual guru who was going to give a talk he came in late he had been drinking <laughs> and he didn't give any apology for being late or for being drunk and he stood on the stage and sweared and cursed at us and said you know you're all inadequate people and everybody just sat there and said oh, thank you for telling us who we are Yes, that's us, and you're going to be our saviour. And then he went on and said, and if any of you don't like what I'm saying, you can leave. And I just got up and left. <laughs> and he said, if you leave, you're effing whatever. And I didn't care. 
because he wasn't going to define who I was. I knew who I was, and I wasn't giving the power to him to define my identity. The people outside the door who were holding the door said, we knew you'd be the first one out. <laughs> I said, I can't deal with that. I can't. I'm not going to be sworn at and abused. That's never been part of my makeup. And I also don't give power to someone who has an opinion of me, but I don't need their opinion to make myself know who I am. I have no illusion with who I am. He's in illusion with who he is. And so we're moving into this amazing time of disillusionment, but it's actually allowing us to dissolve old structures in order to evolve. And yes, you may feel sad, you may feel bereft of your usual structures, but understand that sometimes we have to fall into a hole to become whole. Sometimes we have to fall apart. We have to break down to break through all of these wonderful sayings. And we have to move beyond, and I'm just going to complete with this, we have to move beyond the reality that we think we're living in, because this isn't just about moving from one set of human existences to another. This is a breakdown where we're saying, I may not understand who I am. I know I am living a human life and I have a spiritual connection, but my human and spiritualness are actually evolving as well. In other words, this is a time with Saturn in Pisces where our psychic sensitivity is becoming more attuned. We're becoming more interested in psychic matters, synchronicities, remote viewing, etc. We're actually evolving into understanding that the world is not what we see or feel through our five senses. And this excites me. It excites me because it's not about oh, now I feel everybody else's energy, which you know I can talk about for myself. This is about, I'm actually aware of things that cannot be seen with my five senses. I want to explore that world. And to do that, I can't do it through my five senses. I have to explore it through my psychic senses, my six senses. I have to trust them. Something I, I've looked at for a long time. And... I want to just finish with a little story that Michael Talbot talks in his book, the, the, the Holographic Universe, which is an amazing book that I bought in the early part of the 90s. And he tells a story about how his father had invited a hypnotist to come to their home back in the 1970s. And he said they chose someone and said, well, would you like to see if you can be hypnotized? And and this guy stepped forward and he said, yes, I'll, I'll be hypnotized. So he steps forward, his name's Tom. And the hypnotist hypnotizes him and he says, okay, um, you know, there's a giraffe in the room. And the guy goes, wow, a giraffe. And then he says, this apple is a potato. No, excuse me, this potato is an apple. He says, here's an apple. And he, this guy munches into the apple. In other words, he was well under, we might say. And then the last thing he said, when, when you wake up, you will not be able to see your daughter in front of you. You know, she will not be visible to you. So when the man opens his eyes and his daughter is standing in front of him, he is asked, can you see your daughter? He says, no, she's not here. And the daughter is actually giggling, you know, like, hello. <laughs> and he keeps saying, no, she's not here. and She's not here. And what happens is that the hypnotist then asked someone to give him a watch from the audience and 
he places the watch behind the daughter's body and he asks the man, can you read the engraving on the watch? And the man literally appears to peer through the body of his daughter and reads off this engraving, this, these words on the engraving, absolutely accurately, as if the physical body of the daughter is no longer there. And then, of course, all comes to an end and the man can't believe that the daughter is standing there. But the magic that I see in there is the way in which I think we're going into the future. This is not disillusionment. This is understanding the true nature of our psyche. For that man, his mind shifted, and I've seen this so often, his mind shifted to a place where he could believe that he could read the engraving on the watch. And just before anybody says anything, the man, the hypnotist himself, didn't know what the engraving said, so he wasn't reading the hypnotist's mind. I believe this is a time where we're actually entering into a stage of seeing through our psychic eyes is believing, and that what we see in front of us through our physical eyes may not be the truth. And we are moving into this space of true consciousness where no longer will we be told this doesn't exist, you're crazy, it's illogical. We'll say, no, this is the reality I know. Why can't you see it? It's time for us to own our truth in so many levels. And I'll leave you with that thought. Bye-bye now. Thanks for listening to the HeartSpeak Podcast with Dr. Christine Page. Please check out all HeartSpeak episodes in the podcast archive section on www.christinepage.com. HeartSpeak is also available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and now playing on Amazon Music and iHeartRadio. You can also watch the archive podcast on Christine's channel on YouTube and now on Rumble. Connect with Christine on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook, including her newest Facebook group, The Great Mother Calling. You share with family, friends, colleagues. Join us next time for another edition of HeartSpeak.